Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Yeah! Here we are, folks. We're uh, we're zooming. I know you hate us, but uh, we're we're making it work. I'm in L.A. He's gay, and uh, here we are, queefing it up. That's a real L.A. hotel artwork there. Dude, I got screwed. The pictures looked amazing. It's like a Tinder date. I show up, and I got a fat whore over here, and uh, it's a shitbox, and everybody I tell in L.A. go, Ooh, what are you doing, you loser? Why are you staying at the loser joint? Well, it was a good rate, and all the Airbnbs were like, Hey, we got to shove a swab up your clit every week, and you got to get tested in front of me and make out with my dad, and I just said, Give me a hotel. I want a fucking bottle of lotion and a towel. But I'm saying, why don't you stay at the nice hotel? You're doing well. Get the hotel. Live your life a little. But how bad can a... How much better is a a Lowe's or a whatever the hell's hotel you've heard? Home, Double Tree? Home Depot? Yeah. Then how, how much better is it than this, you know, quaint little hippy-dippy joint? Well, you tell me. I thought you were telling me it sucks. I mean, you you got the hot place with the hot tub. You got the place with the big bed, the vibrating bed, the glass shower, the dildo. I mean, some places are amazing. Above and beyond, cool neighborhood, hip. This place looks a little Motel 6-y. It's a little motorini. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it's pretty shitty, but I, I got duped by the photos. That's what I'm saying. I pulled up, and I was like, ah, but then it's too late. The photo dupe. You got to go yes. reviews. I'm all reviews, and then you got to check the date on the reviews. Keep in mind that most people that leave reviews are psychotic. But yes, but keeping that in mind, if it's got five stars or whatever, what the fuck? Yeah, good point. Good point. But they're they're raping you out here on hotel prices these days. Maybe COVID or or you know Black Lives Matter, whatever it is. But uh, either way, it's. It wasn't cheap, so this was like middle road, and then I get here, and I'm like, oh, no wonder. Yeah, but we have, like you said, though, once you're there, it's a place to plop. It's just a place to plop. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That was the wor- I got a bed. Worst, worst Peterman impression ever. That was really bad. It was supposed to be Jay I didn't want to say anything, but uh, yeah, not great. And yeah. uh, But he's tough. He's underrated. Yeah, well, the thing is, he's so straight, so it's hard to impersonate him. Right, right. Yam, yam. Yeah, he's oh, tough. Oh, and you have till the end of the day to get... Uh, I don't know why I'm, d- I'm doing like a weird like Indian thing. Oh, welcome, <laughs> Elaine. Hello. Yeah, well, eventually uh, they'll get rid of him like a poo. Ah, that show's... Uh, it's been off the air for some time. Simpsons? No, Seinfeld. Oh, 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 right, right. Oh, I see, I see. Good point, good point. That was an Indian joke. How's my uh, Wi-Fi? Is it coming through? I've had, I've had bad Wi-Fi. I, I said this off air, but I got new neighbors moved in. Steve Rogers, Steve Big Dick Rogers, and, and Caitlin, uh, I don't have a nickname for her, Palufo. And yes. the minute they said, what kind of Wi-Fi you got over there? And we said, hey, we're working with Spectrum. We can't wait to have you. Ten minutes later, after they said, what kind of Wi-Fi you're working with, bang, the Wi-Fi sucks. It's a piece of shit. And I think their cable guy came in and fucked with the wires or, or did something, tubes or whatever. 
He took a little snippet of your cables and yanked it over into their house. You know, they, you get, you're losing your juice. Yeah, something's up. I had to zoom on Juice my phone earlier, which I don't like. And then Sarah, I had to tell Sarah like to to go fuck herself with a dildo in the ass while I'm recording. Sure. Well, that's nothing new there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I did nothing worse than the slow Wi-Fi, especially when you're used to that that 5G shit, and then all of a sudden you're down to 2G. You know what it feels like is when you're on the. Don't you hate this fucking more than anything in the world? Or is that maybe it's just me? I don't know. I'm a cunt, obviously. But uh-huh. by the way, I watched the new Patreon video. It's just me complaining. I, I feel <laughs> horrible. Everything I say, I'm like, this sucks. This stinks. This is gay. Granted, it, it was ain't cold. easy out there. That's <laughs> it's my whole relationship with you. It's bad. It's a, it's a bad friend. I'm going to try to be better. I'm going to try to really be an optimist and say this is great. But in my defense, it was chilly. And those <laughs> videos, they edit three hours down to 10 minutes. So the 10 minutes is amazing. Everyone should join and watch it. But for yes. seven hours, I felt like we were just talking about our socks. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we do. We're George and Jerry. We, we, we do the, uh, the minutia. Ah. We just throw a, a, a Jew joke and an Asian joke in and say, cunt. But you guys got to go watch it. It's 32 full minutes of you and I shucking and jiving out in the street, buying pizza, doing sets in a hellhole. And uh, it's all up there now, so join the Patreon today. It's very exciting. But what I was going to say is the Wi-Fi going out, it's a little bit like when you're on the plane and you throw the movie on and it's right at a big scene and it just goes, hey, everybody, this is your pilot uh, calling in just to tell you to uh, put your seatbelts on, wear your mask, and my father hit me when I was a kid. That's why I'm a pilot. And you're like, I'm writing the fucking plot. And then he hangs up. You get two more lines, and then the goddamn flight attendant comes on and says, hey, I'm a dumb bitch, and I bring sodas to people for a living. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Yes, I get it. I mean, there's nothing worse than you're not a porno guy. But when that porn is loading and you get the the beach ball spinning, ah, you want to go gay. You go, I, I, I got to change what I'm doing. And I think that's the closest a guy will ever feel to, you know, when a, when a girl's bl- banging a guy and he's like, I, I can't get it up. And she's like, oh, is it because of me? And you're like, yes, possibly. But that's our version of the of the person not getting it up. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the interesting thing about getting it up, I guess we have Blue Chew now, sponsor. But yes. with a woman, if her pussy doesn't get wet, you can slap some butter in there, some detergent, some, you know what I mean? You could spit on it, you know, piss on it. But yep. the dick hard, it's not like she can just take a tube of shampoo or toothpaste and rub it on her dicks and get it hard. Well, do you think, and you're a big lube queef, do you think the lube is a woman's blue chew? I suppose so. It's it's lube chew. Lube chew! <laughs> <laughs> That's a title for you, folks. <laughs> Loop Chew, you're right, but they don't get shamed. It all comes back to the guy. If the guy can't get it up, he's a homosexual. If the lady can't get wet, you're not good enough at turning her on. Well, I hate to, you know, I don't want to be Mr. Woke feminist over here, but as far as double standards with sex go, it's a little tricky for the women in other ways because there is... She's over 40, she's old, she's wrinkly, uh, her pussy's all dried up. I wouldn't fuck wheelchair. her with my father's dick. Yeah, I right. mean, you know, uh, so they, if they fuck two guys, they're a whore. If we fuck 50, we're a hero. So they, there's some things on their side, but it's not, it's a fair point. I mean, you know, getting, yeah, I'm, I'm, not I'm not calling you a bad person. Them. I'm not saying you're a okay. bad asshole. I'm just saying, 
two things can suck is what I'm saying. She That sucks for her that she can't blow a homeless guy and still get a job at the Dwayne Reed. But uh, I, I should say CVS because Dwayne Reed is regional. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with a girl being a big skanky whore and blowing her dad. And then I'm also fine with admitting that if a guy can't get it up, he sucks. And if the girl can't get wet, the guy sucks. Yeah, I mean, I guess and sometimes it feels like it's out of our both situations are out of our control, but sometimes it is the other person's fault. I mean, if a lady's fucking Richard Simmons, I imagine her pussy's going to be drier than uh, my uh, my father's sense of humor. But if my if I'm fucking you know uh, Aunt Betty on Halloween night, I'm not going to have a very hard dick. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Now I'm such a kook because I get off on a real ghoul. Hmm. You ever you ever plow in a just a garbage bag of a lady and you're like, this is kind of hot because it's like I'm fucking an old dumpster. Well, I've done the first half uh, a bunch. <laughs> I mean, I fucked all kinds of ladies that you you wouldn't uh, want to see nude, but it never worked out. In fact, I had one one time where I was having sex uh, in the style of a dog, and I just. <laughs> completely lost my erection because i was like this is this is the yuckiest lady i ever saw not that i was a prize exactly but it was just so such a bad scene and i had to be like i'm out spray this is different than the spray different lady but the spray was also a bad you know my my insecurities my lack of confidence really put me in a lot of situations with some some women that would uh that you would be into evidently well that's the thing is uh I have such low self-esteem as well, and I, I think very lowly of myself that when you are with this uh, bridge troll, maybe it, it props you up a bit. Oh, I see. I never felt that way. I just felt like I'm a piece of shit for, you know, existing. For I, I suck. Mm. I suck. She sucks. We all suck for ice cream. And, yeah, uh, yeah. That's it. You know what the the real kick in the taint is, is... You know, you ever with a girl and your friend's like, dude, you're better than that. Get your shit together. And then you're like, wow, imagine how she would feel if she heard this. You're using her as a reference for how much I'm a I'm a loser. Yeah. I mean, I think pretty much any conversation, any person, man, woman, uh, or, or otherwise, if they heard other people talking about them sexually, they'd want to kill themselves. Oh, God. Oh, dude. I'm with you. I picture people talking about that while I'm fucking. And Absolutely. That'll, re- that'll really make you last. Yeah, you just picture them emailing their cousin, be like, I-, I can't wait to tell you this guy I fucked. He thought he was licking the wrong part of my asshole. Oh. <laughs> he was, you know what I mean? I-, I just can't even imagine. I don't want to imagine. Uh, it sounds horrible. There's a guy, I listened to this podcast, 10% Happier with Dan Harris. It's a wonderful podcast. And Dan and th- Sam. There's Dan and Sam, not okay. related. Um, it's funny because those are the two podcasts I actually listen to. But right, so they um, he did a thing. I forget what it's called. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter what it's called. But Anal. It's a thing. No, I know what that's called. It's a called kid. fun. Um, uh-huh. He did a thing where you do this. It's like a psychological thing for your own self improvement, where you have a bunch of your closest friends associates coworkers, um anonymously write about you like they take mm. like a Q&A about you and describe like what they don't like in you and what they think you could improve so Whoa. you get this anonymous thing and somebody puts it together like a file and they give it to you 
<laughs> what's the part? What's the good in that? Well, you learn what people really think. I mean, it allows people to go. I mean, I'm sure there's a few things you wouldn't mind telling me anonymously where you go, hey, this guy he complains about the cold. He buys pizza. His dick's too small. And then I read it and go, ah, it's true. Everyone hates me. I'm a cunt. I'm a, I'm a queef. I'm a piece of shit. So I think it's like YouTube comments, which are right. anonymous also, but from people that actually care about you. Because YouTube, you're like, well, this guy's a crazy person. What does he know? He doesn't know shit. I'm not that ga- that bad, that gay. But this is like your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, your your manager, your agent, your, your prostitutes. They all tell you what's what. Oh my lord! I mean, hey, if we do it, let's let's Patreon it up, and I mean, we'll know who it's from. Obviously, it ain't like a Chris Kringle. There's only one guy at the office, but uh, we should do it. Or is that too painful? That might be I'll painful. But crying. they're talking about they want to get your mother, your grandpa, everybody. You got to get oh. you know you, me, Kramer, the butler. It's got to be long because you and I obviously can't do it anonymous. We're sitting here talking about it, and then you yeah. got you got to get. You know, SD, and you got to get Alan, and you got to oh. get your wife and your nephew. You got to get the whole gang. You got to get that kooky brother of yours in Africa to write a letter or whatever. <laughs> it's it's weird. Yeah, forget it. Forget it. I'm out. It's uh, uh, it's, it's terrifying. I mean, Shelby said we can Google the form. Shelby desperately wants to do it for us, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy will take us apart. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, it'll be so easy to... to Know who's saying it too, obviously, because well, you had a you had a beef with your dad about this, so then he writes about that. I think what's part of it, you have to have somebody you hire somebody does like this is their job, and they make it more anonymous. I think they change the wording and the thing, because you know if your uncle's gonna be like, yeah, he fucking stole my GI Joe and stuffed it up my ass while I was sleeping. Exactly. So the editor has to say, you know, you don't care about other people's belongings or whatever the fuck it is. Yes, yes, okay, okay. Wow, but you know what's funny is just the idea of knowing that thing could happen or that exists already makes me want to get my act together. That's a good point. You don't even need to do it. You just need to know of its existence. Yeah, it's like, you know, the guy on the the subway with the loud boombox thing that everybody hates, but he's in fucking full oblivion. If this guy knew about this cheat sheet thing with the uh, with the, with the the part of you the qualities people hate, I think he would change his tune. Right? Or maybe not. But I mean, that's the that's the idea. Is you read it and it's painful, and you go, okay, these are the things. Because that's how you really find out what you need to work on. Because if you call me and say, hey, tell me some things I need to work on, I'm going to go, well, you could floss more. Right. You know, I'm not going to say, boy, your uh, your tits are crooked or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I think those people who are such psychos in general, the guy at the gym with the boombox, that guy's fucked either way. Because if you tell him what's what, he goes, nah, you don't, you're crazy. I'm, I'm perfect. So that guy's screwed either way. So he's not going to change anyway. Yeah, I think you're right. I think just taking the step means you, you want to change. You can't just yes. spring this on somebody. You couldn't just go, hey, you know, fucking uh, James Woods, here's some things we thought about you. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I remember I used to listen to uh, Loveline, and Dr. Drew would always say, I get it, you're worried about your kid, but just the fact that you're calling means you're a better dad than most. Yeah, that's nice. It's like there's a thing in mindfulness, they say, being mindful of being unmindful is mindful. 
Metal Jacket. Sounds confusing. Yes, which is on hiatus, by the way. It's coming back. We're taking a break. I'm a little, uh, uh, what do you call it, overwhelmed. So Swamped. Only 11 people have written about asked me. But for those 11, it, it, we're taking a hiatus. It's not over. It's coming back. We're doing something special for May. It'll be back, I promise. I well, swear. Everything kind of, uh, you know, shit hit the dick when uh, the world opened back up. We're back on the road. We got to make money. We forgot we were stand-up comedians. We got to go to a club, get on a plane, check into a shitbox hotel. So, yeah, things are all topsy-turvy. It's very tricky. I talked to uh, my producer of Mindful Metal Jacket. I said, hey, pal, I got to pump the brakes a little bit here. I'm losing my mind, and I'm tired of talking to these queefs. But he said, he's like, yeah, I'm getting a lot of this. A lot of people during pandemic took on more stuff, and then yes. life came back, and they're like, I'm fucked. I'm overwhelmed. Totally, totally. I, I tried to get out of this thing. I tried to get out of Sam and Me's pod. I tried to get out of comedy because I started doing videos and 12 pods. I can't can't keep up. It's very difficult, and that's more of this we could talk about offline, but uh, yeah, I got, I got four podcast commitments per Ooh. week, plus I got three other online commitments per week and then you got your shows and i'm writing a thing and then you still try to do some videos here and there and you try to be a husband and a father and a, and right. a gay and a <laughs> and, you know a, a, a gardener it's 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 a tricky thing yeah yeah you got to quit that pod with you and louis called circle jerk we're too busy <laughs> it's very difficult and of course ronan he doesn't have anything going on in his life so he's like let's do three episodes a week we got to watch nine movies a day yeah. and uh you know he's jewish so it's tricky to deal with him <laughs> i get it i get it the yarmulke the temple the circumcising the wigs my god the wigs Oh, God, I feel like I got to say I, I love Ronan. He's like the ah, funniest comic. Yeah. I love the thing. He's going to kill himself and call me. And he's got a lot going on, too, I'll tell you, by God. Yes, yeah, he got into the cellar, and uh, he lost some weight. So he's got. I think he's got a hot, uh, hot whore now. Oh, Jesus. Well, she's not going to like this. Oh, uh, I think she's got a hot dame over there. Yes. I don't know if she's a whore. It's a, that's why it's a joke. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, boy, ah, she's not going to like it. Yeah, we'll cut all this. Hey, Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Raycon. I love Raycon. I, I, I keep them next to the bed. I use them when I hit the gym. I use them when I jog. They don't fall out. They fit well. They sound amazing. The, the sound is just booming and, and echoey and killer. Uh, it's, it's, it's a dream. Whether it's for work or for play, a lot of us are going to be on the move again this summer. So my advice is to you is take your Raycons with you. I love them. Whether you're rocking out to a little Pearl Jam like the Fat Man, or you like a little more uh, hip-hoppery, a pair of Raycons makes all the diff. Raycon wireless earbuds give you a crisp, powerful beat, half the price of the other premium audio brands. I'm a fan. I use these to snooze. I mean, I put on a little jazz or a podcast, and I just conk out. I love them. I wear them on the plane because it... it just feels good to get some good crisp sound on that fucking jet with the, the goddamn engine is so loud. They look cool. They sound great. They come in different colors. They even come with a little, they give you like four different sizes. You can find the one that fits your vagina ear. And uh, you can't go wrong. Tell them how to do it, Fat Man. Listen up. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products for our listeners. And here's what you've got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. That's it. You'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order, so feel free to grab a pair and a spare. 
That's 15% off buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. One more time, buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. You got that right. Tuesdays Stores is also brought to you by Native Deodorant, featuring the new face and body sunscreen. Hey, hey, sometimes life stinks. The good news, you don't have to because Native Deodorant has your back. I keep a native in the in the suitcase. I keep three in the cupboard. The lady uses it. I use it. I put it all over my genitals and my armpits and my neck. It smells good, but it's not overwhelming. And they got some great scents. They got all kinds of good stuff, coconut and pineapple. Or you can go unscented if you want to be a real man. Put the care and self-care. Natives products work against odor with simple ingredients that smell great. You can get herbal musk, lavender, coconut and vanilla, rose, and more. You can even build your own personalized product and get some bundles, mix and match. And you got to get that sunscreen, folks. We're about to go outside and have a white boy summer. So uh, get that sunscreen and protect yourself. Tell them out there, sloppy jalopy. Stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedo.com slash stories or using promo code stories at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash stories or use promo code stories at checkout for 20% off your first order. Do it now. Anyways... I got a story. I, I, you know, I, sh- I feel like I should save it for the end because it's big, it's exciting, it's something. But Shoot I it on just, my face. I'm dying to tell you I wanted to call you. It's one of those kinds of stories. Ooh, that's big. And, and it's a little bit connected to that pimple, your little sidekick pal, old Salacuse. Oh, boy. Well, he's going to like this and then hate it later. Well, he's dishing out bad info about this guy. I'll tell you this. I still don't know what to think about this guy. He's a little bit kooky. He's little. He's weird. He's our Kramer. He's Kramer. He is. I've always loved... uh, I'm trying... As as we talked about pandemic, I I love film and photography and and gay sex with boys, but so I'm trying to (laughs) dabble in all these things I always loved, and I said... yes. I started, I got this for Christmas. My sister-in-law got me the Stanley Kubrick photography book, and I love Kubrick, and I'm gay, and all this stuff. And so I was like, I should go shoot some street photography. I've always wanted to do that. I talked to him. We bonded over. He sent me some documentary, and I said, oh, my God, we should go out together and shoot, and all excited. So we set up this big date, and we go up. He said, let's shoot Madison Avenue, yada, yada, boobly-boo. I meet up with him. He bring, I said, I got a camera. I, I want you to show me how it works. He goes, I got six cameras exactly like it. I'll bring both cameras. And it's like a free little class, and we shoot. It's fun. It's exciting. But it's a combination of me being a thoughtful, caring person and also a big, giant pussy. Yeah. So I got that combo going. I care about people, okay. and I also want to kill myself. Got so it. We that go all out. checks out. That was on my list, by the way, of things to send you. I appreciate it. So we go out, and I'm like, I, I can't shoot people. I, I can't. I'll shoot the buildings and the flowers and the sewer cap and my asshole, but I can't just start shooting people. And he gives me the rule. He's like, you don't shoot black people. There's too much uh, <laughs> with a camera. Oh, 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 I see. I see. Got with, it. Got it. With, I say, tell the police. With, with anything. You don't shoot. But he goes, you know, there's too much history there. Obviously, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to deal with that. Oh, a white guy with glasses just taking photos of a black person. He goes, but other than that, Tell nobody. Tell that to Kumia. Sorry. <laughs> other than that, 
Nobody, don't apologize. I need you to sprinkle this up because this is called setup in the business. All right, I'm setting and I'm up. Well, I'm and setting hard. and you punch. Okay, punching. But I just don't interrupt. Interrupt for the joke right. because the, the, the folks they don't care. I'm long-winded and, and small-dicked, so please interrupt. I'm intrigued. I'll be punching more than Chris Brown. All right, so don't shoot him. So he says, don't do that, but everyone else you just take photos of, and I go, what are you insane? I, I don't understand this aspect of it. How do you just take a photo of somebody? I got to ask permission. And he's like, if you, if you ask permission, it's ruined. The project's no right. good. It's not street photography. Now you're just a, a whatever you call that. A TMZ? Paparazzi? Yeah, I guess. I mean, they're doing this. What do you call it? Like a guy that shoots in a studio where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Photographer guy. Like a magazine shoot. Yeah, like a headshot asshole, whatever. Uh, so I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm a nervous guy. I just feel like it's rude, and they're going to shoot me. And he's like, I promise nobody cares. And he's like, watch this. And, you know, he's a pro. He's like one of the greats. So he's just standing the sidewalk. He's just snapping photos of everybody. And he's like, literally nobody cares. They're just walking right by. They make a really? little face. Yeah. It's a whole art form, this street photography. Is this Salacuse? This is Matt Salacuse. Wow, that's great. Well, you know, I got to say, he looks the part. Here's the thing about a photographer on the street. He's got to look shittier than you. All he's right. got a, a wrinkled shirt, a crazy hairline, a wacky face. His pants barely fit. He's wearing a kooky jacket with jizz on it. And so they go, oh, this this kook's taking a picture of me? What, 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 what do I give a shit? But if you take a photo, they go, who's this tall string bean with the glasses who thinks he's better than me? I mean, first of all, I appreciate that you think I look like somebody that looks better than Salacuse. I mean, he's a, I don't, I don't want to say handsome, but he's, <laughs> he's, not a, he's not gross. No, he's not gross, but he's artsy looking. He looks like he's, uh, you know, got like a studio in, in, in Lower East Side, and he's, you know, maybe done a couple lines of uh, heroin. Yeah, he looks like a photographer, an artiste. Yes, yes. So he gets out there and he's snapping photos and 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 one trick to do it is is you keep snapping as they walk by so it looks like you're taking a photo of something down the street or whatever. Uh-huh. So I'm like, "All right." So he's like, "Let's see you do it." Like he's a good teacher, you know, and I'm like, "I can't. I can't do it. I can't." <laughs> I'm like, "They're looking right at me. I feel like an asshole. Plus they're like construction workers. These are like real men doing shit and i'm just a, yes. like you said i'm just a nerd asshole taking photos i look like i went to fucking columbia or some shit right right they don't know i'm, I'm a moron i do i look like uh intelligente well you look like a regular guy whereas he looks like an artsy fartsy cum guzzler you know you look like a standard human being and they go because when someone you see someone taking a picture of you your first thought is what am i doing something wrong am i weird and then you see a weirdo taking it and you go ah he's weird but you right. look normal. Right. And I have to say, uh, to Salacuse's point, today I was walking in Williamsburg, and there was a guy, a photographer, just taking photos. And I didn't even think twice. I noticed him because I was like, oh, that's interesting. I like photography. I wonder what he's shooting. Yeah. But he snapped photos. I didn't think to be like, hey, what's going on here? What is this? But so, what did he look like? You know, I can't even remember because to Salacuse's point, people are, people are living their own. This is his point. He's like, everyone's okay. living their own lives. They're doing their own thing. They don't even give a shit, especially in New York. I mean, if you go to fucking uh, Bumblecock, Iowa, start taking photos, they're going to drag you behind and beat you with tire irons like Brokeback Mountain. But 
Yes. Uh, in New York, I think it's just part of the thing. So we keep going back and forth the whole day. He's like, you keep chickening out. What are you crazy? What are you doing? Watch this. He kept being like, watch me do it. And he gets these amazing, spectacular photos. I got one good photo of the homeless guy who was yelling about cancel culture. But him, we asked permission because he's a homeless guy. Interesting. Which you feel particularly self-conscious about because you're like, this guy's down on his luck, the whole thing. Yes. But that guy had a message, so he was happy to be photographed. Uh, it's hilarious that you're getting a still photo of this guy's message, you know. Like, well, it's written all over the fucking Oh, walls. okay. Oh, he wrote it in, in feces, but by the way, I got to stop bitch about cancel culture. If the hobos are now on it, I got to move on. Mm-hmm. That's a good sign where your uh, your your cause is is kaput. I mean, it's like yelling about the the Ruskies uh, with a with a fucking bombing. What do you call that? The air raids, right? Plus, we're uh, flourishing. Ah, well, we'll see after this hotel app. <laughs> um, but, anyways, so that's something. <clears throat> Yada, yada, long story short, I go out now after his tutelage, I go out in Astoria in my own neighborhood a couple times. I take a couple photos of, you know, a mailbox and my wife's tits and, you know, uh, some tchotchkes. Yes. And I send him what I take and he says, this one's okay, that one sucks, you got some talent, you're an asshole. And I go, you know, I keep seeing these interesting things, but I, I just can't photograph a person. I can't do it. I don't have it in me. And he's like, no one cares. You're a goddamn bitch. You don't know what you're talking about, you piece uh, of shit. He tries to hardball me a little bit. And I go, all right, maybe you're right. I stink. I'm an asshole. So that's the setup. <laughs> okay, wow. That's, that setup is fun. So I can't wait for the punch. Long setup. So Send, send me the photo of your wife's tits, by the way. That's, that's the one I want to see. It's on the Patreon as we speak. Ooh. $40 member. So <laughs> I'm walking around in a story the other day. Not with a camera, just having a tea. It's Oscar night. We got Katie Hannigan coming over the house to hang out. And we are, it's a nice time. I said, I'm going to go get a tea and some fruit and some chips. I'm out walking. I take the long way home. It's a beautiful day. And the sun is setting behind some trees. So I take out the phone and, and snap a couple of photos. You know me. I love to take a photo. Take a couple of photos. I'm listening to Bruce Springsteen, This Hard Land, with my own hard cock. And yes. I see a little lady come running across the street, and I just hear, I got the music going, so I just hear like, and I take my Airbud out and go, or my uh, Raycon out. Yes, Raycon. I go, uh, I'm sorry, I thought she was asking for directions, and I was excited to be of service. Yes. And I go, hey, what's going on? And she's like, you can't be taking photos. I see you here every day. You're videotaping everybody. You stand on this corner. You videotape people. This is wrong. It's a crime. And I went, uh, hey, I, I don't know what you're talking. You got the wrong person. I had both hands up like this. I'm like, you got the wrong person. I, I'm really sorry. I, I think you're mistaken. She's like, I'm not mistaken. I know it's you. I know your face. Every day you're on this corner. You're videotaping everybody. You're taking photos. It's wrong. I want you out of this neighborhood. And I go, hey. And I, I really felt good. I kept my heart rate down as much as I could. It was spiking, but I, I tried yeah. to keep my cool and I said, ah, I'm terribly sorry. You got the wrong person. I don't I, I took a picture of the sunset. I started pointing. I'm like, it's beautiful. You can look with your own eyes. Look, wow. it's, it's lovely. And now people start to gather. Oh no, a gathering. Did she look nuts? No, she looked regular. She was about yay high, short lady. I couldn't tell if she was Latino or Asian because she had a mask and sunglasses. So her Ooh. face was very protected, but she had uh, 
the skin tone of a Asian and or Latino, but regular lady, you know, dark hair, probably in her 50s, uh, short, just a regular, you know, jeans, sneakers, sweatshirt. Yeah. She wasn't crazy. or I mean, she's crazy. But yeah. she wasn't like a street person or a homeless person. She was just like a, not on drugs as far as I could tell. I want to say Asian. She sounds like an Asian. But then I, with all the videos I'm seeing of Asians getting trampled by uh, New, New Yorkers, I think she would keep her mouth shut. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly. But with the shades and the mask, it's hard to identify anybody. I'm like, I don't know if I would know, see her, know who she was if I saw her again on the street. Well, don't take her photo then. I wanted to. So anyway, so I'm going, no, no, no. You got the, the wrong guy. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about, but that's not me. I'm taking a photo of the sunset. At this point, it's not even on my mind that I've been walking around a couple times, twice, with a camera, the real camera. That hadn't even crossed my mind yet. I'm just going, no, no. I, I don't know what you're talking about. But now she keeps yelling. She's like, you know what I'm talking about. I see you here. I recognize you. It's wrong. You're wrong. It's weird. And I'm going, no, no. And now people are gathering around. And, oh. you know, this is, at this day and age, I'm a tall, slender, white asshole being yelled at by a woman of color and accused of yeah. being a creep. So I feel like most people are going to be like, oh, this guy must be a creep. So now I'm getting, like, nervous and upset. Yes, and, yeah. But is she right? Because you have been taking photos the past couple of days. You took a goddamn photo class with Sally. Or is I've, she confusing you for someone else? The, from the description, she's confusing me because I'm like, I've never stood on a street corner. I walk around because it wasn't until later that I was like, oh, I took pictures of that mailbox like literally a month ago, oh, but I've okay. never taken a photo of a person. That's my big phobia. I can't. Exact photophobia. In the back of my mind, I'm like, boy, I really won this argument with uh, Salacuse here. Yes. Yes. Like, Good point. I'm not even taking this lady's photo. She's going apeshit. But we were like a manager and an umpire. So she's yelling. And I took out my phone. I said, look at these photos. Look at oh, There's no one in them. And I scrolled, that's good. I scrolled through and I'm like, look at it. See it? And I was like, held it to her. I'm like, it's a beautiful photo. I'll post the photo, by the way, on Instagram. Yeah, please. I'm like, it's a beautiful photo. And I was pointing at the thing. And now there's like three old guys sitting here and they start looking at what I'm pointing. They're trying to like, <laughs> is it beautiful? I can't tell. I'm like, it's really beautiful. And I was like, you're missing it. Look at how beautiful the sunset is. And she's like, you got other photos in there? And I said, take my whole phone. Look through all my photos. What about the dicks and the tits and the mailbox? Those are in a special file. Ah, got it. So I start swiping through all my photos. She's like, you got other photos. I know it. You're a liar. And then... I hit, I hit a point where I went, all right, that's enough of this. <laughs> so I said, I started going on the offense. It was like a turnover. I took the ball and started running. I went, you're yeah. crazy. I yeah. was like, you're actually accosting me in the street right now. That's yeah. what's happening. You Hell don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Maybe there's a guy that does this, but it ain't me. And I was like, yeah. I haven't even been home in a week. I've been gone. And I, I don't know what you're talking about. You got the wrong guy. And now you're a lady. I started pointing. I'm like, you're a lady screaming at me in the street, accusing of me of something I didn't do. And now you owe me an apology. You're Ooh. accosting me. And it was Holy pretty fun. Hell. I'm fired up. I love it. But here's the thing with crazy people. You can't reason with these psychos. Well, I do feel like there was a moment where she kind of had a thing of like, ah, fuck, maybe this is the wrong guy. Because she kind of <laughs> went, uh, like, she got weird for a second. By the way, she's, like, kind of in the street. I'm on the sidewalk, and there's, like, a oh. car between. Like, she's yelling over the car. Yeah, but classic I just, crazy lady move. 
I just hit a moment where I was like, what am I doing? And I tried to do the right thing of restraint and of pen and tongue and just go, hey, I don't know. You're a little crazy. And then I went, hey, I ain't no doormat here. What is this? Yeah. And I said, yeah. you should apologize. I want an apologize, uh, apology from you because you're, you're screaming at me in the street and you're crazy. I was like, you should think about the kind of person you are because wow. this is insane. Good for and, you. Now, I, I got some thoughts, but keep going. You're on a roll. Okay, so then I go, all right. And I kind of was like, I'm, I'm going to walk away now, but you're, you're wrong. And what you're doing is wrong. And this is no way to treat another person. So here, here. Take care. So I Come start here. walking. She walks up the street, like in the bike lane, not in the middle of the street, but she's in the street, not on the sidewalk, which makes me think she's crazy. Crazy. So I start walking back to my house. Well, this is like two blocks from my house. I stop at a red light waiting across the street, and this lady's like still coming. I'm like, God, oh, she's still here right behind me. And I, she walks like right past me, and I didn't say anything, and she didn't say anything. She keeps walking. Then oh, I'm like, boy. my heart rate's coming down, and I'm going to meet up with Sarah and Katie at my house, and I'm like, I can't wait to tell them this story. This is so <laughs> exciting. Yeah. And as I'm walking, I hear, guess she's not a fan of the pod. Oh, come on. That's lunch. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe it because you're sitting there going, A, this part of you that's like, this is an amazing podcast story. And B, you're like, I wish somebody saw this because I was proud of my behavior. And I, I turn around and I go, oh, my God. And there's this guy, sweet guy. And he goes, hey, I heard the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. He's like, your, your, your voice is tattooed in my head. And I, I watched and listened to that whole thing unfold. And I was like, that was crazy, right? He's like, completely insane. He's like, you handle yourself well. I love the podcast. I love the Patreon. And uh, how crazy. We lost Mark. He's dead. He froze. Oh, my dead. God. That's incredible. Holy hell. Wow. wow. Thank God you handled it. What if you hit her? You know, now you'd lose a fan. But... Jesus, that's incredible! Wow, and good for you for staying strong. I would, I would, with crazy people, I go, ah, what, what are you talking about? You, you fucking kook! You're crazy! You're nuts! But you, you, you did it sophisticated and clearly and respectfully. Oh, thanks. It was fun. I wanted so bad to just call Salacuse right away and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. I got accosted. <laughs> it wasn't even. I didn't even take a photo, and it was so. It, it literally, it wasn't till like an hour later that I was like, oh, maybe she did see me taking photos with the camera before. But once again, I mean, I've literally taken zero, zero photos with people in them in Astoria yes. ever. Um, right. Wow. You know what's cool about that is you basically had a Twitter fight. But this is the beauty of face to face is it was it was handled and ended. There's no right. you know, you get yelled at on Twitter by a crazy person, happens all the time, then you attack back, and then they attack back, and it goes on to perpetuity, then you just block them. But that's why face to face is so good, because you can just end this shit. Yeah, and I feel like like I said, I felt like we gotta get to the ads for God's sakes. But uh, oh, yeah. I, I it felt like there was a a, a moment where she was kind of like, ah shit, maybe he's right. It was when yeah. I turned and was like, you're crazy. This is crazy. And you want to be like, I'm going to call the police on you. How about that? Yes. Yes. And I'm like, I'm conf I'll go get that camera and show you every photo I've fucking taken on the goddamn thing. Maybe this is why the Asians are getting knocked out on Broadway. I think but she might have been. I think she might have been uh, Latino. Is she? Did she say sorry? I, I assume not. No, she didn't say sorry. She kind of just went blah and like did like a whatever, like a throw yeah. the hands up and walked up the street. And I stopped once, once she got past me. I stopped and just kind of like watched her because I was so fascinated by this lady. Um, yeah, but it's scary shit because 
you know, some big crazy guy could go, hey, what's this? Right. And take her side and go, I'll, I'll beat the shit out of this guy or smash his phone or smash his legs or whatever. Exactly. Believe all women. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Keeps, baby. Hey, my hair's thinning. It looks decent on a Zoom, but uh, when I am come out of the shower, I look like a like an old rabbi. Uh, so get on it, folks. And the beauty of hair is you got to keep it. It's not about restoring it later. You got to do it now. Get on it ASAP. And uh, ladies love uh, love running their hands through a nice, nice big bird's nest. So uh, get on it, folks. We've got some terrifying stats for the gentlemen out there. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. That's right. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Look at LeBron. It's going back. We all see it there. James E. That's right. And there's two FDA-approved drugs. There are only two out there to prevent hair loss. But the good news is Keeps has both of them, baby. Keep your hair with Keeps, a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Get convenient, virtual doctor consultations and, consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home, baby. You don't want to leave with that chrome dome, that's for sure. It's low cost. Treatments start at just 10 clams a month. Everything comes in a discreet package. And uh, keep that hair more than so many five-star reviews and may, way more than the competitors. Prevention is the key, guys. Tell them how to do it, Fatty. Oh, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Tuesdays to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Tuesdays to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Tuesdays and keep your hair. Yeah, Tuesdays of Stories also brought to you by Gabby Insurance. When it comes to car and home insurance, don't we deserve a little better? I know I do. I put my policy to test and turn to Gabby. They literally stand for get a better insurance. Ah, Getting better insurance with Gabby means a better price for the same insurance coverage. Who knew something like this existed? I'm going to get on this because uh, I'm a home-o-ner. They are the one true comparison platform with real rates. They give you an apples-to-apples -apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers, and all in one place. I love that places are doing this now. It's almost like a kayak but instead of for flights, it's everything else. And this one is for insurance. That's pretty genius. So uh, get on it, folks. Use your, your current information to get started. In just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. And it's free to use. Tell them how they're tubs. Hey, put your policy to the test like I did. Get a better insurance with Gabby. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash Tuesdays. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Tuesdays. Gabby.com slash Tuesdays. Nice. All right. All right. I got I to... Gotta, you take us home the rest of the way because I just take 75 minutes to tell a three-minute story, but Salakus, you're crazy and fuck up <laughs> and blow me. <laughs> but he pulls it off, I must say, and I can speak from uh, uh, experience. I've known the, the kook for 98 years, and he came out to L.A. with me. He flew out. Oh, God, is he in the room? No, no, no. Oof. He's killed himself two days ago, but no, he came out to L.A., and we stayed in the same hotel. He's in the shitbox with me, and he can roll, baby. Salacuse, I, mean, I feel like we're doing this whole episode on him, but 
he can rally. He can roll. There's no, he's the opposite of you. There's no, this place sucks. There's no, I hate it here. There's no, my car sucks. He rallies. And uh, we got a diner attached to the hotel, which was just a perk I didn't know about. So every morning we wake up, he goes, what are you doing? It's like, I got a cute roommate and we go get pancakes. Hey, that sounds nice. He is the opposite of me because I care about what other people feel and don't want to obligate their space and privacy, and he doesn't give a shit. Well, here's the clinker is I got in on I've – been, I've been all over this goddamn town. I filled up everything I had to do in L.A. in three days. Tonight's my last night. I'm doing two shows. I think I've done nine podcasts. So this this we're going to see a spike on this thing. If we don't, then we're doing something wrong, but it's like – Whitney Cummings, Tom Segura, Bobby Lee, Santino, Chris D. I hung out with, and uh, geez, a couple more. Ari Manis, a few more, and man, oh man, I packed it all in. And uh, everyone is different. Oh, Adam Carolla, everyone Whoa. is different because you got to match everybody's energy. You go from one to another. And it's like fucking a gal here and then driving to another part of town and fucking a gal there. It's all different. There's a different scenario, different style, different mindset. And you got to match it, baby. And it's fucking exhausting. It's all pipes. Yeah, we, we, do, we do L.A. different. I go to L.A. I'm like, all right, I got two things to do. And the rest of the time I'm going to the movies with Chris Walsh. I, I can't handle it, but I appreciate it because you doing that only benefits me. So I'm grateful. Well, it doesn't always benefit me because some of the people that come go, hey, this guy on the on the left is a piece of shit. And I hope he dies. And then they take the liberty to tell me. But the rest of them, I, I appreciate it. I get, I get to scoop up all your hard work. Meanwhile, I'm over here watching the latest Liam Neeson with uh, Chris Walsh and Tommy Jonigan. I hear you, but it also uh, hopefully results in some ticket sales for yours truly. So yeah, it, it's 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 a win for everybody. But let's not forget, you're doing uh, King Pod in in a, in a month or two or one uh, two weeks, couple weeks. Uh, yeah, next week, the week after. Who knows? That's exciting. And uh, and and Ronan's putting some asses in the seats too. I can tell you that. I don't know about that, but hey. I'll uh, agree to disagree, but yeah, it's been wild. I, I flew in, got my rental car, a Hyundai Velester, which is the worst name of all time. Sounds like molester. What's next? The Honda Diddler? All right, that's my opener on the road. And uh, we went to Whitney Cummings' mansion. I mean, it is the biggest house I've ever been in my entire life. There's a rock climbing wall in the back, an infinity pool. There's eight Teslas in the garage. These people are a different breed there, Fatty. I mean, I can't believe it. First of all, it's not a mansion. It's a woman chin. That's how you put asses in the seats, folks. There it is. Good um, to have you back. That's exciting because she's got the two broke girls, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She had another sitcom as well. She's got her, her fat mitts and every Tom, Dick, and Anal in this town and uh, a couple of Netflix specials, but like, this is a different ball game out here. I mean, we're 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 at a coffee shop trying to write, you know, a knock knock joke, and these people, they're selling movies and shit. Uh, sorry, I had no retort. I was laughing. No, oh. I know it's embarrassing. I mean, uh, you know, what can you do? But we're we're living in a good life over no. here. But it really does make uh, New York look like AAA. I mean, you go out there, oh. they're all sitting on a cliff in a beach house doing a two-hour podcast, and they're like, "No, you got to put up." 10 minutes of horse shit on the regular pod and the Patreon, you shoot a movie. So yes. we're trying a little bit of that now. But uh, yeah, it's embarrassing. They all, they take their boat to their car 
and uh, I'm over here <laughs> taking the D train to your house like an asshole. Right, right. I mean, hey, we win on the uh, when the stand-up special comes out. But yeah, I mean, they they're making the money and uh, they're selling the souls and uh, fucking the kids <laughs> and drinking the blood, whatever it is. But my God, when you walk around these homes, these I went to Bobby Lee's house. The view is out of a fucking Scarface movie. It's like up on the hills, and you can see the whole city, and he's drinking out of a, a woman's skull and all this shit. You're like, what am I doing with my life? But uh, then you talk to everybody for six minutes, and they all are on Lunesta and Propofol and Viagra. Bobby Silent Re. All right, sorry. <laughs> I, I got nothing today, but um, I'm having a good it. time. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, no, it's, that's exciting. I'm just excited that we're back to like go to L.A. and do some business in L.A. I, I've missed it so much. I miss L.A. Yes, yes. I'm doing two shows tonight: Jezelnecks on and uh, you know Eliza Schlesinger. So it's it feels like they're kind of coming out of it, but the CDC, not to get all queefy with the uh, with the with the COVID, but they just announced that it's cool to go outside and not wear a mask. Oh. But tell that to L.A. They're they're if. I'm getting some dirty looks for walking down a, an empty parking lot with no mask on. Well, I got to say, uh, as far as COVID goes, I'm two weeks after my second shot. And the things I've read about the vaccine is it's a miracle and it's exciting. And I am just here to say I do not give a fuck about <laughs> COVID. I'm vaccinated. Yes. And other people have made this point starting on the right uh, or libertarians, whatever, they're like, if the vaccine is so great, why are you worried about people not getting vaccinated? Which I understand it can still spread and transform. But me personally, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. I'll fucking fuck my mother in the ass if I want. I'm done with it. I, I, I'll still wear the mask because it's the rule of the law, whatever the fuck. But I just am not worried about it. I went to Omaha, did meet and greets, took photos. It was delightful. So uh, COVID is over as far as I'm concerned. I'm with you. I mean, I was doing meet and greets in, in, in last May, but uh, I'm totally with you. And it feels, uh, you know, you were out in the Midwest. I'm going to Tacoma tomorrow. I was in, just in Utah. And it feels the, the rest of the, the world is agreeing. But L.A. Yeah. is its own own anal. And I hope people get the, the vaccine, whatever. I, I got it. I feel great. So I, I'm excited. And uh, we're back, baby. It's exciting. Good to be back. Good to be selling some shirts and taking some photos and, and slinging some yucks. So, uh, yeah, just just a real eye-opener coming out here because you start to wonder, is it a self-esteem thing? Do we not shoot for the stars like they do because we're sadder inside? What, what do you think it is? Like, why, why did they move here and go big and we moved there and, and went medium? I shoot for the trees. Uh, I think stars are overrated. They'll burn you. They're very bright and gassy. Good point. Um, Good point. So I shoot for a nice tree. No, I don't know. I mean, first of all, it's hard to say because compare and despair, as we say sometimes. Uh -huh. I mean, you compare to Bobby Lee and Whitney Cummings. You're like, oh, my God, what are we doing? But you're not doing so shabby yourself, my friend. You live in yeah, fucking yeah, Greenwich but, Village. But this is my point. You say that, and then I come out here and I go, "This ain't shabby. This I'm shabby. My apartment with the with the fat cat and the uh, handicapped girl that that doesn't cut it out here. They'd be like, "Oh boy, you gotta you gotta live your life, man. You gotta have some confidence and believe in yourself and and buy a fucking apartment building with some space, you loser." 
Well, there's a little bit of both because certainly uh, my lack of confidence and insecurity. We talked about it, I think, last week about the filmmaking because that's all I ever wanted to do. But I was like, I can't do that. Who am I kidding? I'm a piece of yes. shit. And I should. There we go. That's what I'm trying to tap into there, sloppy jalopy. Yeah. So I think that's a, a part of it. But I, I, I guess I'm also just uh, protective of well-being and feelings and uh-huh. uh, spiritual things because. I don't want to take from all we've accomplished, which is quite a bit and uh, more successful than most people that attempt to do comedy. I mean, sure. that, it's like West Point. Most people that attempt to do comedy aren't even doing comedy anymore. So uh-huh. we graduated top of our class, if you will, of, as far as the analogy. But some people that went to West Point are fucking president of the United States. Some people that fucking dropped out of West Point are president of the United States. But if that's a good, if that's an analogy that makes any sense, I don't know I what's get it. what. I get it, and uh, I'm with you, but I, I will say I came out here, and uh, it made me realize that I'm not this kind of guy. I mean, I, I did one pod, and the person who ran it handed me, like, 19 pills and was like, try these, you're going to love them. And I'm like, whoa, you're a, you're a rich millionaire success story? You're, you're, you're miserable. You're an inch away from killing yourself anytime uh, a, a, a mosquito queefs. But uh, I think we're kind of happier out in the shit boxes in the freezing cold scary jew filled new york yeah well happiness has got to be number one it's just got to be the most important thing but uh hey a house with a view wouldn't hurt i mean it's like i've always said money can't buy happiness but if you're already happy money's pretty sweet oh hey that, is that yours that's mine that's mine since uh, i was 15 i love it i love it write that on a t-shirt a bumper sticker and a pedophile because you got something there it's not bad i mean you know i mean I, I've said this before. I've always like, if I could just make as much money as uh, you know my my parents, uh, I'll I'll be fine and happy because I'm doing comedy. And then I go on tour with Louis back in the olden days, and you're yeah. on a private jet and you just get on the plane and leave whenever you feel like it. And then you stay right. at a five star hotel and eat a three hundred dollars steak for lunch. You go, ah, this is this is better. This is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 not too shabby. Uh, by the way, oh, I did Marin as well. And uh, he says hello, and he brought he brought your name up thirty eight times, and he is he seems normal to me. Like some of these people out there, I'm not going to say names. They're like, oh, you're tapped, and you're you're you've gone off the deep end, where you're just in a robe in your house with the lights off, drinking wine and and throwing and like shooting a gun at the TV like Elvis. But Marin is he's got a cool house in a cool neighborhood. And he's got a good head on his shoulders, and it was a it was a fun listen. So give that a whirl, folks. I can't wait. I don't listen to podcasts very often, but I'll listen to that one for sure. But the thing with Marin is, first of all, I'm jealous because I had to do it over Zoom. I, oh. I, I, was, I wanted to be in that house with the, the before and after chatter. It just seems so nice. Yeah, it was great. Um, but he's on the other side of that hill. He was yeah. already he was that crazy person before with the pills and I gotta be successful and have a house in the ocean. And so now he's in that old wise man who's yeah. like, ah, been all that. That's not what happiness is. Happiness is four cats and a nice conversation. Yes. Which um, you know, the problem I'm having is I have that at the age of fucking twenty six. Right, right. Well I I've always heard he had a huge dong from a couple of ladies and I told mm. him that. I've never seen a man more uh touched. Oh wow! Yeah, so that was fun, and you know what else is fun? And I'm not—I can't give away names, but every podcast I did, every single one, right when the microphones turned off, each one of them shit on a different person. Oh, I bet it's fun. It's fun, and it's like, hey, we were performing a little there. Now we can finally talk. 
Yeah, that's what's on. I mean, that's what we'll probably do when we end this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. And everybody, you're gonna be a zillionaire with a with a ten inch pipe and a and a, and a convertible, and they're still they're work they're worked up about somebody. Yeah, exactly. Of course, it never that part never goes away. I guess, but you got to work on it so you can uh, die happily or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in Tacoma this weekend, and I'm looking for. I've packed these days so much with nonsense and meeting agents and managers and all this shit and driving. You're on the 405. You're off your GPS. You got up on a side street. You're freaking out. There's a black kid being shot in Crenshaw. You don't know what's going on. I can't wait to get to Tacoma and just zone out and uh, do some comedy. Wait, when do you fly to Tacoma? What day? Tomorrow. Uh, me too. Shout I'm out. flying to Tacoma, but only for a minute. I'm on my way to Oregon to surprise Derek for his 40th. Whoa! Which I can finally s- say because it, it doesn't come out. To, this doesn't come out until after I'm already there. You're not going to Seattle? I guess it's SeaTac. It's SeaTac Airport, and then we're driving south. So what? Ta- what time do you get in? Oh, it's a great question. I'll tell you right now. I'm on a fat Delta. I'm on I a get Delta. In, I get in 5:30. Ah, I'll be long gone. <laughs> I get in at 2.30. We're having lunch with a friend of Sarah, so I probably wouldn't have been able to see you anyways. It's also funny because you're like, we got to meet up. And I'm like, I'll just see you Monday or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, see you in the city we live in together. But how funny. We're both flying to the same airport on the same day, completely unassociated. That is cuckoo bananas, and you're on Delta, I assume. I'm Delta all the way. I would never fly. I wouldn't be caught dead on anything but Delta. Ah, uh, 9-11. But yeah, that is crazy. A lot of Delta, a lot of Seattle, a lot of Tacoma. I, I, gotta, I gotta tell you, it's a huge relief saying this because I've been keeping this a secret. I'm going to surprise my buddy. His wife rented a house, and and as the time of recording this, two days from now is the reveal, and I've been like lying to him, and he's like, "I'm going here," and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's gonna be crazy." And he's like, "I wish you were coming." And I'm like, "Me too." And, it's, uh, and his wife is lying, and we're just trying to. I'm texting his wife all the time. I had to come up with a reason while I'm texting his wife. I'm like, "My my wife's pussy exploded. Can I talk to your <laughs> wife about it?" <laughs> And so, you know, we're, we're, we're having all these texts and, you know, he's like, she, it's so hard for her to not be like, yeah, I talked to him today. And he's like, why did you talk to her? Yo, John, he's, she's, he's calling me about anxiety, whatever the fuck. So yeah. there's all these lies and deceit going on just to oh, surprise yeah. the son of a bitch. And I'm sitting on it, but his mother is coming on the trip, too. So she's already out there. So he says, hey, should I get vaccinated before uh, we all get together? And she goes, I don't know. Is Joe vaccinated? And he's like, oh. He's like, is Joe vaccinated? She's like, did I say Joe? I, I, I don't know why I was thinking about it. Cause with it. But she was quick. She was like, we were talking about him earlier. That's why I said his name. Ah, uh, the old bag's got dementia. She's going to blow it all. These dumb old cunts, they blow everything. She's got so, a touch of the Biden. She's all sleepy and, and stupid. <laughs> Luckily, you know, Derek's a little retarded. And, and so I think he doesn't know. But it's all very exciting. And I've never pulled off a surprise before other than when uh, I revealed I had a dick. You're not great with conceit, which I guess is a compliment. It's like a flaw in you, but also a, a, a good quality. I'm bad with it. I like, I like an open book. I, yeah. Everyone knows what's going on in my, in my tits and my head inside my asshole. Yes, you're an open casket. And, uh, but, oh, but I, what, what I wanted to say was we were talking about Salacuse. He has followed me to every single podcast. And, of course, you get there and you go, hey, uh, I got this weird... Uh, 
troll with me. I'm sorry. And they're like, ah, you're fine. You're fine. And people get it now. The content, you know, you got to film everything. You got to photograph everything. So he's been a fly on the wall, and he's had a great time. And we did Corolla. And we, we both listened to Corolla. And we went to his car museum with him and shit on uh, a bunch of other comics. And it was, it's been a real uh, treat. Oh, that's funny. No, he's a good guy, and I appreciate him taking me around and showing me how to photograph and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Almost getting me killed and, and raped by an old lady who I don't know what her ethnicity is. Nor yes. does it matter. Doesn't matter. Ah, you want to know what slur to say when the time comes. But uh, also all the Salacuse uh, footage he, we're going to put on the Patreon. So that's more quality horse shit that you should be seeing and you're missing out. Great. All right. I can't wait. And um, none of the trip with Derek will be on the Patreon, but we'll record some more stuff ASAP as soon as we're back. And now I can't wait to do another one of these hot gay s- sets. Oh, my God, I know. Chuck is uh, killing it on the anals and jizzes. And, uh, boy, there's some fun stuff on there. Uh, you're not doing any shows out there in uh, the Pacific Northwest? No, no shows. Just uh, no call, no show. Just showing up to Seattle, driving to Bend, Oregon, and uh, spending the week out there, and then coming back. And it's all very exciting. Very exciting, and hey, let's let's get a live app cooking at some point because the world is uh, the, the asshole's opening, and let's let's gape it and put our tongue in it. Yeah, absolutely. We got to do a live app. It'll probably be at the Fat Plaque or the Village Underground, probably the Village Underground soon, and then we'll 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 document that, and that'll be content. Plus, the app itself will be content. So, it, there's never been a better time to join the Patreon. I've been saying this for six months, but this time we actually mean it. Yes. Now, now we got to wrap this up. But you have, I, you said you had a couple. Do you have a quickie you can just shove right in my dick hole? Oh, I got this. I mean, I gotta say, this uh, neighborhood you're living in is just insane. Wait, should I talk about the neighborhood? Or should I talk about this other thing I had happen? All right, whatever's juicier. I got two. Um, but last two night, nips. I go to the cellar. So Steve and Caitlin have moved in. Last night was the first night. I got two of our buddies living right next door to us, which I'm a little nervous about because we scream the N-word in our sleep. But uh, we'll sure. see what happens. Sure. Um, but so they, they, they moved in. And uh, Caitlin is at the cellar, Caitlin Palufo. So I said, you take the train, I'll drive. Because she had an earlier, uh, she was hosting at Gotham, but had a late spot. We had spots around the same time. I said, you take the train, I'll drive, I'll drive us back. So she says, oh, great, that sounds like fun. So then she goes out ahead of me, she's working. I ring the doorbell with Steve. I've never never rung a doorbell, a surprise visit. I ring his doorbell, he's naked, dragging his huge cock around. And I said, hey, throw some pants on and come to the cellar. Ah. And he goes, oh, I should be hanging out there. You know, one of these guys that thinks hanging out is going to help. <laughs> throws, <laughs> throws his pants and shoes on. He comes out. He's out a minute later. We jump in the car, and I go, I got to say, man, the village is is spooky now. It's getting weird. And he's like, oh, is it? Yeah, I mean, you live there. I haven't been there in six months. I've been off on this fucking wagon trail out in the the, the west. Well, it's just more and more homeless and yeah. just drug people. I mean, street people. I mean, there was a guy laying on his back, arms and feet in the air like a dead dog going, oh, God, help me, help me. Like this crazy shit. And everyone's like stepping around him and stuff. Was it Ian Fidance? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so. <laughs> Different uh, tone. So uh-huh. I'm driving oh, and I, I go to park and... I got the reverse lights on. I'm getting ready to park. And this car comes speeding up like right behind me. So I can't parallel. Yeah. I, I did like a little bit of like one of these. Like, what are you doing? And as I do this, this guy is walking by. And he must have thought it was to him. And he just goes, 
bangs the trunk of my car, like smacks it so hard. And I'm with Steve Rogers, who's the only guy who's a bigger pussy than me. And he's like, Whoa! and I go, ah! and I just slammed it in, in uh, drive so fast. And it was like, Rah! and I, I skidded out and just took off like a maniac. Wow. And uh, like threw a red light. I'm such a cunt pussy piece of shit because the guy I just took a slap of the trunk. And I'm like, we got to get out of here. We went <laughs> zoinks and we, we took off. But uh, you could have run him over. He doesn't, doesn't he realize you're driving a 6,000 pound weapon? 2,000? Yeah, I don't know what it weighs, but uh, I don't know what my mother weighs. But I, I, we just took up, but it was scary shit. But uh, it ended up being fine, of course. But uh, look out, it, it, New York, the West Village right now feels like '80s New York movies, where like the movie yes. Big, where he checks into the hotel and there's like gunshots and crazy shit. Yes. Oh God, that's my name. My my ladies out there with their uh, rascal scooter and and whatnot. So I gotta I gotta tell her to cool it with the blackface. Yeah, no, she's a she's a goner, but. Uh, <laughs> What can you do? But it was a fun night. But, you know, uh, I walk off at the VU. Caitlin walks off stage. We jump in the car. We have a million laughs, drive back. It's fun to have neighbors that you like. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah, it feels, again, it feels very family, community, neighborhoody vibe. I like that, too. But then you don't want to, you know, sometimes you want to be alone. Let's be honest. Absolutely. I said that. I was like, I set a bad precedent of ringing the doorbell. If either one of you rings the doorbell, I'll ban you from every club in the city. <laughs> but at least you keep it honest. That's the key. Communication, folks. Yeah, just text. But anyways, that's all I got. I got another thing, but I'll tease it. A crazy tease. travel story. Tease. All right. All right. Uh, oh, I almost read the ad. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Thank you, folks. We're back. We're back on the road. The Patreon is uh, just on fire right now. So get on there and show us your dicks. And tell a friend, uh, queef it up. I'm on the road all day long, MarkNormanComedy.com. Check it out. New dates, new gigs. Get a ticket before they go. What do you got, Fatty? I got to plug this. I keep forgetting to plug it. I'm at uh, Mohegan Sun Comics at Mohegan Sun, May 20th through the 22nd. Matt Wayne's coming along. Ooh, it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, I've been putting nice. it off. I, I keep rescheduling because it got canceled from COVID years ago. Um, so I'm excited. That's in a couple weeks. And, of course, the Paramount Theater, May 15th, doing Rogan. Going to be in Austin for the week. I'll probably pop in at Creek in the Cave. But Paramount Theater, get your goddamn tickets to that. And then the following week at uh, Mohegan Sun, and I'm coming to Kansas City and Des Moines in June. Nice. And, uh, a whole bunch of fun shit coming up. And maybe some other uh, big things cooking, too. Who knows? Ooh, baby boy, with you doing the the, the bald-headed rogue and me doing this uh, cluster out here, we got a nice little pot brewing of, of pod love. Forget about it. We got a like a basically a fucking TV show on the Patreon right now. So yes, get over there. That too. I might become a member. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Tell a friend. Queef it up. Praise Allah and blow your uncle. <laughs>